0: this they- uh, What is nothing hey, Now that's deep What in the fuck are we doing here What uh, is something That's That's deep bro deep. It's Christina Pajitsky. Welcome to That's Deep Bro. Uh, serious Questions with Silly People. I have such a great episode in store for you. I'm so excited. I have absolutely one of my favorite comedians,
1: uh, Melissa Villaseñor. Yes. So <laughs> oh, oh hold on. I gotta- oh, no. Go oh, on. there we go. Hey, <laughs> hey, Christine. Thanks for having me. <laughs>
0: no problem. Uh, so... Melissa is an impressionist, which she does. She's a mimic, and impressionist, and all this. And we're going to talk about a sense of self. How does one develop it? Which is really ironic coming from the Mm -hmm. person that does impressions for a living. But before that, guys, thank you for supporting my show. Uh, Do me a flavor. If you're going to shop on Amazon, (laughs) why not use my banner? And how you do that is you go to That's Deep Podcast dot com and you click on the little banner under the blog posts, and you do your shopping as you normally would and it just kicks back some change to the show oh go bananas Cincinnati Ohio if you live there I'm going to be there April 23rd hold on let me look April 23rd through 25th and then the 26th my husband and I are going to be doing your mom's house live which is really special we normally don't do I I normally don't do a week of shows and tack on the podcast because it's too much it's too much goddamn work. But we're going to do it in Sensei, and I think you guys are going to love it. So come out and see both shows. Don't be that guy who's like, oh, but I just, I, I only want to see one show. No, come to see my stand up and then come back on Sunday. <laughs> Don't be like that, right? Yeah. How annoying is that? Yeah. Go. Oh, I only want to come to one show. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll get into it after I play. The Rolling Stones? Yes. Okay, I like this song. We'll get into it with this. Nineteenth nervous breakdown. <laughs> I think it's appropriate. It is right. Cause, yeah. because uh, when you don't know yourself, you don't have a sense of self. That's what happens. And actually, breakdowns can be great. Mm-hmm. I think so. That's how you you know something's wrong, and then you your fucking body shuts you down. You, you just start crying, and that's when the, the birth comes. It's beautiful. <laughs> have you I had think... a
1: nervous breakdown before? Um, no. I, maybe just little <laughs> freakouts. <laughs> yeah, but um. I've written some really emo songs from those <laughs> <laughs> moments or drawings too. Yeah, I like to draw. You're at real you're, dark stuff. Yeah,
0: okay, so for people that don't know you, you <laughs> were on America's Got Talent. Mhm. And that's when I first got to see you and you're uh-huh. an impressionist. And is that what is that what we call is that what you're is that the yeah. right word nowadays? Okay. Yeah. And you're so amazing at what you do. I think that the ability to mimic and do impressions is so special in comedy and so just amazing and you're so wonderful in that you do weird like you do like Bilbo Baggins <laughs> from like who the hell does Bilbo Baggins
1: It just happened from watching all the Hobbit films. I love the movies and then <laughs> so and I. then i and, oh it's so they're yeah, so fun
0: that, what's your favorite one um
1: I really like that second one a lot, but now, but I saw the third one too, and I I just want to get, I want to get them all on. I don't have them; I just have the first one on DVD. But yeah, man. But yeah, no, Martin Freeman, his, he's just so. I mean, it's not really the voice; it's more a mannerism, just how he thinks so much, and just like, uh, 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 Gandalf, uh, I I don't, I don't want to go, no. It's just his face. It's just so much happening. But people were telling me that he's like that in Sherlock. I guess that's a movie also. Oh right. But maybe it's just Martin Freeman. That's just that's how he does. I think so.
0: So who's your who was your first impression? Like who's the first person you ever did.
1: It was Britney Spears. I was 12. I was loving Baby One More Time and uh I was like I want to be like her. And she's like "Oh baby, baby, how was I supposed to know?" And then I was like, "Oh yeah." And then I realized I could do that and then along came Christina Aguilera and the oh, 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 oh. And then I loved that. And then it was a lot of singers at first. Um I think even Ewan McGregor for Moulin Rouge cuz I love that movie. In high school, and then, and then I started working on the speaking voices. Kathy Griffin's was the old one. <laughs> oh, I and love then, Kathy
0: Griffin. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's great.
1: <laughs> and then that's so good. And then Sarah Silverman. I think a lot of comedians, because we have such a point of view and specific character. Yeah, those one a lot of wanda sykes and i love your and, wanda and, sykes oh shit man thanks and then ah, so crazy. and then the and then maria bamford's a fun one Oh uh, uh, hi hi maria bamford ah. uh so uh, i slept for about 14 times 14 hours today uh so yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man, that's the best yeah so no that's oh, so cool yeah and then i i think I, t- well anyway yeah that's it's amazing. I did a lot of... And Natalie Portman's was a good one I did. on.
0: <laughs> See, I would Talent.
1: never think to do Natalie Portman. Of Like, how did, do you even... So what do you look for? What do you... I didn't even try, though. That was the thing. I didn't even look for it. I wasn't trying to... I wasn't like, I want to work on hers. It was just, oh, I saw Garden State a few times. And then her in the little hospital, you know, the little doctor's office. And she's going like, <laughs> do you want to listen to some music? <laughs> and then... And then her face kept twitching. I was like, "Stop!" Yeah. And then I, and then Black Swan. Right after that, I was like, oh, "Okay, she's something's she's, going on with her face.
0: Your, yeah, she's in your repertoire
1: mm-hmm. because
0: you. I, I imagine you're looking for like ticks or things that people do over and over again yeah. that really uh, make them distinct. That is so mm-hmm.
1: fucking great. Man. Yeah, and I try my best to, to. My face tends to be pretty bendy. If I could, like, change to like yeah. Whitney Cummings' face, like, yeah. <laughs> Good. And then Sarah Silverman, you know, and, um, yeah. yeah. So some I could, could really tra- kind of transfer Gwen. Yes. You like the Gwen I Stefani. love, I
0: love everything. I It's lo- times when I want
1: something more, someone more like me. Man. <laughs> it's so great. Oh my God, so great. I love it. I love this so <laughs> much. Like Gwen is the best. I
0: just, I love this. Sh- I love it because it's so opposite of like, what I do in stand-up, which is, like, the typical snarky, I'm mad at her, I hate my parents, <laughs> you know? Like, I'm so mad at the world. And yeah. to have you, like, I feel like you're really an entertainer. You're really that lane of old school, you know, like Frank Caliendo's... Yeah, definitely. You, you know, it's just... I, I, who doesn't love an impressionist motherfucker? You know no, I, I know. Mean?
1: That's what's... It's pretty universal yeah. with, like, with crowds and... uh yeah, no, that's what's tough for me sometimes if like I get in a position where it is, I, you know, because like you said, my, st- my stand-up is very performance. So if it's just a few people and, and they want me to be talking or if it's a college crowd that wants me to, to talk to the crowd, I'm like, that's not really what I do. That's not my strength.
0: So you don't feel, so this is interesting. I try. So you don't feel comfortable. It's not really something that you feel comfortable with. Do you feel comfortable with people seeing who you are? Because I think that's kind of what this episode is, wants to go to is like, here we are talking about the impressionist who does other people for,
1: <laughs> I know. for their art and, yeah.
0: and versus having a really strong sense of self that you can convey to an audience.
1: I think I'm finally getting to a place where I like, I think I have a fun personality I like to talk as myself and how I see things so I I do like sharing I love sharing who I am, um, but I don't but I don't like to talk about very personal like I don't know sexual experience that's that's not, never been yeah. something I could talk about I because ne- I don't talk like neither. that uh, and. and I don't ever talk about it in real life, though. Yeah, I'm real weird about sex stuff, too. And I think it's... I think it grosses me. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't... (laughs) Not gross me, but it makes me feel uncomfortable. I blush if I have to talk about it.
0: Well yeah I, I always like shit jokes over dick jokes is my my line. oh I
1: love farts yeah
0: I love brown talk
1: yeah 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 me too <laughs>
0: but dick stuff is never I never laugh out loud at dick jokes as, as hard as I do brown jokes yeah I think it's because well both Melissa and I we were talking before we sat down and record and she and I both went to an all girls catholic school for high school different uh. schools in <laughs> you grew up in in Whittier and I grew mm-hmm. up in the San Fernando Valley yeah and I think that is I think some part of me it's that catholic girl inside who, you know, it's still sacred. It's a. I, I get weird Oh, too. maybe that's it. Yeah, I get weird. Yeah, It wasn't until I got married that I stopped feeling weird about having sex, actually. Mm-hmm. Which is not mm-hmm. healthy, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so you're 15 years old, and you said that's when you did your first impression. And so you kind of knew, like, wow, this is my lane. This is what I love. Yeah. And so, okay, so then was there a conflict? Like, creatively where you're like oh i, sh- I should want to be a stand-up or because you said something before we started rolling about that of like i think
1: i wanted to just share impressions and then i figured out well comedian if i just did stand-up i could share them that way through and then through i did character. took then i took improv classes too but um I don't know. I wait. What was the? Qu- I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> oh, so no. sorry. Right. I was thinking though about how I, like I have. My parents are great, but I think I was. I grew up in a. I get. I didn't go out every weekend, and my parents were strict. You know. So and I didn't couldn't have a boyfriend until senior year of high school, but I still tr- went out if I could. Yeah. With the other years, but. Um, I think maybe I felt like really closed off as Melissa, but I could do impressions, so that was fun to do. Like an outlet.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Like
1: if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think. But I do think the the great mimics and the great uh, who's the puppet guy Dunham. Yeah, there is an uncomfortability with just you know. Hey, I can't. I can't talk about my alcoholic parents, but I can talk about uh, something through this puppet. I can go there a little bit through this thing oh. on my hand.
1: Yeah, maybe you that's I how mean? I feel with like. Like my Wanda Sykes impression, I could go like, oh, you stupid shit, you know, then I could really, I could let out some negativity in there. Yeah, I guess that makes sense.
0: But can you do it face to face with people? You know what I mean? Is that... Oh, as myself, no. That's not your personality. No, but I will character. do it in my
1: journal or in, in at home. In or through my, your
0: emo songs, like you said. My emo songs.
1: Wow.
0: So you grow up in a house. <laughs> well, I, you know, because you, you told me in my kitchen, you're like, mm-hmm. I, I started this at 15. I went to... Uh, the very famous comedy camp at the Laugh Factory. And I said to you, I go, well you must really have a shitty childhood. Like, you, <laughs> no. you must be really <laughs> wagged up. And you're like, No, it's only great. But your parents, it sounds like they were strict. And it sounds like there's a little restriction maybe going on. So, what were they like so. hardcore uh, Catholics or Christians? Or what
1: we're, we're, I I Catholic, but not, you know, we weren't hardcore about every Sunday or confession every week. Not like that. But yeah, they would. We would go to church every now and then, and I did all my sacraments. So I'm ready to get married. You are? Yeah. No, no. I mean I'm not ready, ready. Right, right, but right. If you need me to, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I have the sacraments ready to go.
0: Wow. You know, I didn't get my never. <laughs> I never did confession when I was a little girl. My parents split, so like I didn't get to do all that. Mm. So when I got married at 32 years old, I had to go do it so I could get married in the church. And I went to like the Koreatown church on Wilshire <laughs> Boulevard to get my my confirmation or whatever. Oh. And the priest is like, so do you have anything to confess? And I was like, no, I'm pretty good. I'm cool, man. He goes, "Uh, but you're living with your boyfriend, right? In sin, right? And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. I forgot. I'm oh. living inside of you. Even... You know what I mean? You just oh, wow. as an adult. I,
1: I know. That's... Oh, boy. You're
0: like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um so yeah, okay, so let's get to this. I, I love this topic of the sense of self. How does one develop it? Um and I I what I found in at least in my life is that you know, I, I think the first part of my life was spent developing a reactionary sense of self, meaning uh your parents have one set of values and I just wanted to not be my parents so much that I, you know, like for instance, if you grow up Mormon, you'll see a lot of kids oh. go the opposite end like, oh, I'm an anarchist. I'm, I'm, you know, pot oh. I won't do whatever. Mm-hmm. The hell. And I think that to define yourself via like reacting to something isn't really fantastic either because you're just doing the opposite of what you don't like in your parents, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Did you do that? I don't think you did that. no. No. There's still, I mean, so like if, wait, (laughs) sorry, I hope I'm doing okay. No, you're doing great. Um, What are you thinking? Just tell me what you're thinking. Well, like I was saying about some of my tattoos, maybe I feel like, I mean, my my mom was crying, like brokenhearted that I did that. But I I think that was something so extreme. I think maybe that's a good example of like my parents would never, ever, they frown at people that have that
0: your sure, mind you too. I think I you're a prisoner.
1: Yeah, and the, <laughs> prisoner. <laughs> <I'm> a prisoner pirate. <laughs> and then I think uh I think maybe that was something where I was going against or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because that's uh but you yeah, it's a really normal thing in life to go through this that rebellious time. Yeah, and I think yeah.
1: It came to me later though. How Cuz I was living you? under my parents' house till 22, so there was no way. Oh, okay. So So I really that was another thing too, you know. I didn't have the college years. I didn't have anything to blow off that energy. You need, you need to let it out.
0: Yeah, and, and also it helps to be out of the house, so you can just kind of and wild out. And, yeah, yeah. So, oh wow! So you lived at home until you were twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. Under this really restrictive.
1: Yeah, I couldn't be home past midnight.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, it was Cinderella.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and did you drink or did you do anything when you lived at home or you, you no not home? really
1: yeah so but i mean i had one friend he would take me to a couple parties in montebello and east LA. Montebello, but, Dude, yeah. <laughs> i used to go to the mall out there <laughs> oh me too yeah did you have yeah i, I had, was goth back then i used to smoke cigarettes you were the gone
0: mall. oh hard hardcore so, so longer than i'd want to admit to yeah
1: I went through that little Scott face or try to be. I love it. I love Scott too. Oh, um, that's funny. Is that why you wear the little red lipstick? And I noticed it. Is it that a Gwen thing? Sure. It's, I a, think that's what I thought of. Oh, I love her. I love her because she incorporates,
0: like, if you grew up in LA or Southern California, that mm-hmm. cholo thing is Ooh. like,
1: fucking
0: you know what i mean bro like that's yeah. fucking that's the culture <laughs> Holmes,
1: right like yeah definitely
0: that is so la growing mm-hmm. up with cholas and i so i just i love that i vote but i always was goth and i always had a pale face and red lips and black eyeliner since i was you know mm-hmm. a kid 14 yeah but i i do love that she incorporates <laughs> oh it's my favorite but uh so anyway, so you're living at home till 22, and then you... So you leave. When, what prompts you to go? Like, what's the, the deal break?
1: Well, because well, I, I wanted to be closer to LA to do more shows. Right. And the drive from Whittier to LA is... You're looking at maybe an hour or yeah. a little more if there's traffic, so... um, And then I would, you know... And then I moved out, and then um, I worked at Forever 21 for a bit. Maybe. How was that? Oh... <laughs> awful. I hate it. What's the worst part about working at Forever 21? The worst part was that they would pay people more that just got hired and I was there for like nine months. They'd hire new people and pay them more. Yeah. I would find out like, oh, I'm only getting 10 an hour. I'm like, bitch, I'm getting eight. (laughs) And then I got an AGT and I was like, fuck you guys. There you go. And that was your your piece out. You were like, I want TV
0: now, bitches. That's right. That's right. I would think that the music would make me crazy at Forever 21.
1: Yeah. Actually, you're, they would, it was all repeat, the same <sighs> songs.
0: Yeah. Cause I've been shopping in there and it's, yeah, it, it makes me want to. That's the worst form of torture is bad music. Mm-hmm. God, it's so loud too. I'm so old. No, Jesus I. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So. So you leave house. You leave your house. Now you're on your own. And this is when you have your, your freak out. I'm assuming. I'm assuming because everyone does when they leave. Home for the first time.
1: Yeah, I was starting to party it up and then (laughs) came home at whatever time I wanted to. That was the first time without curfew, you know? That's the best. And then um but then it was very it wasn't that long until AGT, so then I was starting to go on the road. So then I'm headlining clubs and colleges all around the country alone. So it's kind of like I had this I don't know if it was a freak out too, on the road and and being alone, and I mean, I was just bombing a lot though. So, so it was like I didn't. The last person I wanted to be near was me, going to hotel to hotel and airports and airplanes. It was,
0: dude. I know. Listen,
1: I didn't. I, I, I mean, I understand a lot of comics, un, you know, feel that way, but I think it was, it was. I was twenty three already oh headlining, so it was. I think, and then you know, just kind of moving out of my parents' house the year before, so there was no growth. I couldn't really understand who I am or you know that wasn't a lot of time
0: no you were essentially a baby because you know when you leave your parents house you're just a little puppy you're just a little baby jeans and then you're thrown into like you're thrown into first of all America's Got Talent is a huge venue it's like Mm -hmm. that much exposure really early has to be I mean I remember watching you and thinking. Like I know who your manager is, and I was like, he's a genius, (laughs) he's a genius. Because to put you out there, but also you're at America's mercy. You know what I mean? It's it's a lot. Like even as a vet, like I'm I'm you know I've got ten years on you, and yeah yeah yeah. I think I'd be able to handle it now, but at your age, I would have fucking shit my pants. Like how did you not shit your pants?
1: Because I think my mentality was just, well, we'll see how it goes. I didn't. I wasn't excited nor ex- or or negative about. It. I was just like, well, we'll see how it goes. I think that might be the best attitude towards something. It's a really but then, smart attitude. But actually. then this, and then I think it was just for like the first audition. Then later it was like the live LA shows, and I was a little more nervous. But I didn't. I'm glad I didn't get. I, I'm glad I didn't win because it was. That's crazy. It's a crazy show. I can only imagine. Yeah. So, but but I
0: think what's interesting and and what you said is like, I think that adversity, I I really hate that saying like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I really hate that because why do I have to get stronger for Christ's sake? Why does life have to be hard? But the flip side is that through adversity, through suffering, through being on the road, through bombing, through all that stuff, like you really kind of do figure out who you are through through those awful experiences. like In my life, it's always been trial by fire. It's never been when stuff's going great that I figure out who I am. It's always been, oh my God. Um, I remember when I, m- when I started featuring, I did these triple runs, which are like nightmare clubs, like biker bars and crap, and I'd bomb every night. And I would just cry in an alleyway and just be like, what am I doing with my life? Oh man, yeah. But at the end of that two week run, You know, I figured out a little something about stand-up. I learned how to feature a little bit more. I Mm -hmm. learned how to do rough rooms a little bit more. And I figured out that I'm not, you know, I'm not as chicken shit as I thought I was. You know, you learn a lot about yourself. And I imagine that experience of you, like, getting thrown onto national television and then...
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um. Yeah, no, it was, it was intense. It was, it was good. It was, I don't know. And it's funny when some people are like, Oh, it's so awesome. You're traveling. How romantic. That's like the worst. Like, Ew, no, <laughs> you go <laughs> at all the airports and have fun.
0: Well, cause you're alone. I think being alone is, uh, being alone is hard enough for people. But then when you're alone in different and strange contexts, with strangers, and a lot of times, uh, drunk strangers, a lot of times the clubs are run by people that have severe emotional or psychological problems, too. Yeah, I just <laughs> noticed that. So it's really isolating on top of that. So you got to be pretty much a like Buddhist, a Zen Buddhist to be able to get through it, or just cultivate a heroin
1: addiction. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people
0: go that no, way. No, it's
1: true. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did you learn from your experience? Do you think? Uh, I have I learned how to be happy with myself. Like I have more fun now being alone. <laughs> I could, could bring I bring my, I, I, but actually then I started bringing everything. Like I would bring my DS because I play Animal Crossing. I read books. I I crochet. I draw. So do I. I write I in crochet. my journal. You know. So I would bring all this stuff. So I would be so, I'd be busy. And then working out, I started to really run a lot. So that was good. (laughs) I think, yeah. I don't, uh, I feel like maybe I I got that. I'm brave and strong to be able to do stuff alone. Yeah, and I think so many people can't go to restaurants even just by themselves. Like, no, dude, I love it. I love it too,
0: actually. Before you got here, I went to the beach alone. I do that every day. Do
1: you go surfing?
0: No, and I I did an episode on it, and I'm dying to get back into it. Uh, I have to get the right wetsuit because I'm cold in Mm. this water. I don't like it, but I do want to do that. I'm gonna get that wetsuit, man. But you're right. A (laughs) lot of people can't even go to the uh, to the restaurant and sit down and be by themselves. What are you? What are they afraid of? What do you think? Th- what's the their fear? thoughts?
1: The thoughts. Their thoughts. After a while, <laughs> gets you Your their own thoughts. No. Yeah, I think people are, I think people are
0: terrified of the bad thoughts, because everyone's got them. You've everyone's got trauma yeah, yeah, yeah. and like in yeah, your back, sure. and uh, if you're alone, if you have to be still. You know, then you got to think about those bad thoughts, like you that's know. That's what I
1: was hearing on your uh, the podcast with um, uh, the 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 lady that did the retreats. This Oh yeah, yeah Daya, yeah, Daya. Yeah. she's You great. were saying that, yeah. That's who he is. That was good. Though the bad, that's true.
0: No man, it's terrifying.
1: But I'm, now, oh no, no go, go ahead. No, so please. you're okay, becoming oneself. Um. I feel like a lot of the dark moments helped become myself, too. Yeah. Breakups and everything. And then. Yeah. Well, well, did you have something? Yeah, I agree with you. Okay.
0: The darkness is, I'll tell you, I was I was very dark for many, many years, like goth and stuff. And that's when you do find who you are too. It's like I said, it's never the rosy moments in one's life. It's always the the shittiest bottoms. <laughs> it's true though. It's really sad, but it's fucking true. You got to feel the ooky stuff to get to the other side of it. And I think that's what that is of being afraid to be alone in restaurants is you may have to feel something that's going to make you really uncomfortable and you but you have to push through the uncomfortable, you know what I mean you can't mm-hmm. you can't just um people want to bypass that, and what I found the older I get is that <laughs> like I got friends now i'm I'm gonna be forty soon, right, and I got friends who do the same shit over and over again, right, same addictions, same negative patterns, same bullshit, and rather than go, "Hey, wait a minute, maybe this isn't working for me, yeah, they just keep doing the same crap over and over. And that's the danger of not having a strong sense of self is that a lot of people don't want to look at the bad things, the bad feelings, the feelings, period. And that's how you end up wrecking your life, man. Mm-hmm. Right? You got to wow. get in there. You got to get emo. You got to write
1: your weird songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you get weird a lot? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, But I, I don't know. I... I Wait, I'm trying. I, I no, I, I want to keep thinking. Of, I'm sorry, I'm thinking. No, of, go. We, um, got, we got all day, man. Wait. Uh, okay. Well, next thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I no. Don't know what I'm, are you thinking? No, no. I there's nothing. I, I just <laughs> I, there's nothing.
0: You're just you're in it, uh. man. Well, you mentioned comparing yourself to other people. Uh, talk about that a little bit.
1: I think I'm I'm a pretty sensitive. I think we're all sensitive, but I think when I think I've definitely, and we're talking about my age too. But I think comparing was just so awful. I can't create anything fun. I hate who I am when I do that. And then, yeah, it's just. And then I don't even know how I recover and feel good again. I think I think mm. actually it's probably when I. I say, well, fuck it, give up. I'm not gonna. Nothing's gonna happen anyway. And then I just stop for a little bit, and then, oh, I created a new impression, or I created something fun, and now I'm having fun again. Oh yeah. Maybe maybe it's just the giving up part and letting go. I think that's. I think that's huge. Yeah, that's. I like. I do like when that happens, and I feel like, you know, I hope. I I don't want to keep. Is the compare? Do the com, does the compare comparing thing stop? Yeah. Yeah. I think you can't. I, I mean, I can. don't, I'm not like that every day or any, I'm not bitter or, or uh, I, I don't ever, ha, I don't carry that with me. But I think at moments it'll, it'll happen. I'm like, oh, but
0: you know what I think too, um, which makes it easier to fall into comparing yourself with other people is because of social media. It's so easy now to look on Facebook and be like, "So and so is doing that. I want to do that." Or right, right, like, and I think what you, people have to keep in mind is that the people's um, public version of themselves, the version totally. they're putting on Facebook, isn't yeah. necessarily the truth of that person. Um, it's your best possible self, (laughs) you know, there's filters and there's, it's your varnished sense of who you are, which is not true. And also when I, cause I used to do it, I think when I was younger and I think you go, yeah, but do you want to take everything that goes with being that person? Do you know what I mean? Like you look at so-and-so's career and you go, Oh, I, I wish I had what that person has. But then you, then you'd have to, do and be everything that that person is. Yeah. And I'm it's like, like, I'm
1: not even that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Worst. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many people who are like, uh, I, I, you couldn't pay me to be that person to have that career. Or you that know thing. what was
1: kind of cool? I think maybe I've still been feeling happy because of it. I had, okay. This is, I know it's a little nuts, but may, it was about four or f- a month, uh Okay. A, a month ago, <laughs> I think I was very anxious and worried about like, you know, just work and career, blah blah blah. And then I woke up to feeling like some an angel or God was telling me that I that He's giving me what I can handle. And I was like, whoa! And it, and I just felt it all day. And it was I was so it was just so beautiful. Like I, I and mean, He was and he's was right. Like that. What 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 you're going through now
0: is happening to you because you can handle it is what you're saying.
1: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like everything that he's that God's given me. It's like he's he knows my path and what he what I'm gonna be able to handle. He's just giving me the right things.
0: I agree with that. And I was like, oh, that's.
1: I felt so good after. I was like, yeah. Because what were you stressed out at the moment? I think I was just stressed out. Like just like i i do i do my best with every day with trying to film stuff and write and do a lot and shows every night and then i and then there's just no results or out, outcome from it yeah. i don't see if it's getting anywhere it takes i mean i know it takes a long time but then i woke up to that feeling and i was and it just felt so nice to hear that where do you think that came from i don't know it wasn't from my head it was it was It wasn't. I swear, I'm not. I don't smoke anything. Hey man, it was. It was something, and I felt different. Mm -hmm. I don't
0: know. I believe that because I, when I do my vision quest walks on the beach, that's what I do. I fucking vision quest it. I talk to the to Yahweh, to Allah, to God, to whoever the divine is, and I. I know you're talking about like if if you tune in, if you tune into a frequency. This is going to sound so crazy. I know we sound like two nutbags, but if you, if you tune in, <laughs> there is a frequency that exists that is like the humming of the universe. It's like the ohm. It's that sound that's above you, that's bigger than you, and that knows what the hell is. It's like the intelligence of nature is what I'm trying to say. And if you tune into that, you realize that everything is happening as it should. Everything is going to be okay. And like you said, you're going to be able to handle whatever it is that comes your way. I I believe and I was having it's so weird that you brought that up because I was actually having this thought today I'm, when I was walking that it's like uh I think your program like when you're born like you're the embryo there's your just your code. There's your DNA in there and it's got everything you're going to do. Like when little tiny Melissa was conceived <laughs> when your when your dad and mom came together. I don't and, know. Ugh, your dad blew his load into your mom. Just think about that for a minute. Your dad blowing his load in your mom. And then you don't <laughs> is that, you are blushing. You're totally blushing. <laughs> <laughs> um but I also think that your You know, you knew you were going to be an impressionist. It was going to happen. All these things are going to happen whether or not you like them because your unconscious mind is going to direct you to do all kinds of crazy shit that you can't control anyways. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. It's unavoidable. I do think to some extent you're going to do what you're programmed to do. It's just, it's there, man. And you just accept it as it comes or you try to resist it. And resistance is futile. That's when you get into trouble. And that's another thing about becoming a self, I think, is accepting all the parts of you. Like when you start to go like, God, I I hate, I hate the fact that I compare myself to other people. Oh, why do you do that? And instead of like flogging yourself, which is what I would do in my past, I'd be like, oh, you're so bad. You're so bad for doing, stop that. You're so bad. Just kind of accept that it exists on the spectrum of things that Christina or Melissa does. You know what I mean? Like I don't take my personality personally if that makes sense like I don't Ooh, get
1: I like that right like yeah. I don't get
0: offended by myself I think part of developing a strong sense of self is accepting all of you on the spectrum of quote good and bad and like just know that like oh I guess what I, I'm on some days um I'm neurotic I'm gonna fixate on I'm gonna go on Facebook and I'm gonna fixate about what so-and-so has that I don't have or you know like You know, I get I get real locked in. I get obsessive about stuff. About why isn't this happening? Why? And I I get like a dog with a bone. And then I'm like, wait, that's not helping. Like you're obsessing over something is not going to. So it's
1: like it's like warring, and that's not doing anything.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm a control freak. I have massive control
1: issues. Yeah. Oh. You have those too. Um. Yeah, but then I. Yeah, I think I like my routine. Yeah. I don't like when it's wasted with a loser person.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's not the worst? Don't you hate that when I feel like they're time suckers, like people that waste your time, and you're like, why did you just have a hard time hanging out? And and it gets worse the older you get, by the way, when you're like, "Uh, nope, I don't need any more new friends, bro. This is it.
1: (laughs) I believe it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Get a lot of life suckers
1: um oh and that's another thing too i think sure. what helps me what's helping me just have fun and and love who i am is having so many hobbies i think so <gasps> so many people don't have that i
0: don't have hobbies tell me what i crochet and i'm terrible oh, no, that's
1: oh i'm terrible at it i'll
0: show you the scarf i want. Well, what about
1: in. painting or drawing or, or learning an instrument that's what I need to do. Because I started to
0: draw. I bought pastels. I agree. Hobbies are really key. Yeah. Because it's just doing something for the joy of it as opposed to like, what's this going to get me? What am I going to do with it? That's huge. So okay, an instrument would be good. What do you play?
1: Well, I learned just the ukulele and guitar, but I'm not. Ukulele was starting mm-hmm. off because it's, if you just get a little chord, everyone, people on YouTube, they're, they'll teach. They'll go, so you strum? here. And then, <laughs> but then it really helps. And you could just sell, you could teach yourself. Dimitri Martin inspired me. He told me he, he taught himself guitar at 29. Oh, wow. And I was like, I love that. Wow. But then I know he's also Mr. Mind Brilliant, but still. Wow. But I think that's, you should pick up an instrument. I think that helps with, I don't know. I mean, I think that's really nice. Although there's still a little goal in there like oh I want to get better quicker, but it's going to it's a, I'm I'm barely new. A few years I've been practicing guitar, but it's not every day, so I'm still I only know like 6 7 chords.
0: Yeah, Steve but, Martin played uh banjo.
1: Yeah, that's Sorry, cool. Oh no, out. my brother has a banjo too, but he's not playing that much these days.
0: <laughs> yeah, but. hobbies are good. Hobbies teach you about yourself as well. I think so too. And also I found that like when bad shit happens to the tragedies of life can either shrink people or grow people. Like I found that people either respond, they're resilient and to trauma and to bullshit or you just kind of go, huh, that was something. All right. On to the next one. Like you can let life can shrink people. I don't know if you ever, like if you've ever had something really shitty happen, to you and you can either like there's just two ways of being i've found with people and that is the shrinkage of the self of like "Mm, i'm just gonna get meeker and sadder or weirder or the resilient person goes well i'm gonna take that i'm gonna learn from that and we're gonna move on and we're gonna try to do better next time (laughs) kind of what stand-up teaches you resilience right yeah failure and being like, well, that could either make me never want to do this again, or I could be the lunatic that I know I am, and I can go up tomorrow night and try it
1: again. <sighs> I know. <laughs> Why do we do it? I don't understand. I mean, I think it's because it's fulfilling. I think when I have the those beautiful shows of like, and there's bits that I have that really make me laugh or feel better, and then the crowd's responding to it, I think that's that's... The best. It's the best, right? Yeah. Um and I think stand up also it's it comes hand in hand with becoming oneself. And I think that's what's really cool. I think we're all advanced as comedians because a lot of people I mean, I don't I feel like we know who we are though from stand up. So yeah. much more clear. Oh, yeah. Cause oh well, cause, I mean it's cause we probably face we take all the reality and honesty and and put it right there. And there's no, we have no shame revealing it.
0: Yeah. That. And I think because of the nature of what we do, you have to be an observer. You have to be an observer. You specifically observe the other people around you. You're, you're like a sponge, you know, you're trying to pick up.
1: SpongeBob. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah. You pick up people's mannerisms and, you have to be observant to do what we do. And and it's a form of introspection, you know, like you have to be aware of what you're thinking and feeling. And then what does that mean? And how can that translate to other people? So it's like a twofold process. But I think that people are either born observant of themselves and others, or they're just fucking duds. Wouldn't you <laughs> say?
1: Like- <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think there are people that are like, Either they get it or they don't. Like either you're in the matrix or you're fucking not, bro. And like, mm-hmm. I I this last episode I just dropped yesterday. By the way, I'm dropping episodes on Tuesday from now on instead of Monday because mm-hmm. Monday's travel day. But uh, this guy wrote in to me about feeling like an alien, and I thought that was so interesting. He's like, you know, my whole life I've felt like an orphan and an alien, and I I completely get it. Did you oh. feel like a space alien growing up? What does that mean? Can, like, just that the world didn't—you it, it, don't fit in. Just that you didn't fit in.
1: No, I'm—I'm I'm sorry. I'm not an no. alien. But you don't have but to. I, be. I, I feel like there's a lot of—I mean, it's maybe especially people that get bullied. Boy, they—they must feel that way. Yeah. You know, as a kid, that must be awful. So, I don't know if that's what the guy meant, but what did just feeling.
0: I think feeling not loved
1: or different. I think different. feeling
0: like you know, like I remember in um, in high school, just having a really good sense of like, oh, I don't fit in. I don't fit in. I don't. Be, I'm not a cheerleader. I'm not like an athlete. I'm not. You know, like I'm not a student government. <laughs> like I just need to stand here and smoke cigarettes. Like that's yeah, what yeah, I yeah, knew about myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't. And I can't imagine that you as a young girl like you're doing these weird impressions and stuff like you know you so I feel like some part of you must have been a kind of a quiet observer.
1: That's what I was instead. Yeah. I was just like um up until my teens I think I was always I was pretty shy and then I just kind of laughed and went along with what everyone else was laughing at but not not like And then by I, by the time I realized I do I could do impressions I just wanted to make people laugh at that point. I didn't. I wasn't part of any groups there in high school. I just was like, well, I'm on my own here. Yeah. And I would just eat lunch by myself, but I didn't care because I was like, I'm a joke anyway. I just told you you're a <laughs> space alien. You're okay, an so, alien. Okay, so maybe by then, okay, I guess you're right. Yeah, you're, you're totally oh, okay. alien. I thought you meant just something deep, something darker. Like, no. Instead, like feeling... Like no one understands you.
0: Well, that comes part of it, and I, I think that I think you. It sounds okay. to me okay. like you're
1: right. I'm a, I'm a alien. You're a weird beard. Yeah, I think yeah. you're more of think like so. You're
0: like the the weirdo. Like yeah. the the campus. Like you probably didn't fit in <laughs> with what other girls were doing. <laughs> but that's special. But I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's what made you special is being mm-hmm. this person who doesn't who mm. didn't fit with other people. Yes. And now, you yeah. hang out alone a lot, right? Yeah. You make but, your videos. Yeah, I and- know. And- <laughs> no, did you see my
1: Haley Joe Osmond? I love your Haley Joe Oh, Osment. you <laughs> did?
0: Of course, I've seen it. He
1: doesn't talk like that. I just think his face s- seems like he would have that, like, Hey, guys, it's Haley Jo <laughs> I think his face looks like it would talk like that. He doesn't, though.
0: No, but you do his face perfectly. Yeah, the little scrunched up mouth. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> it's creepy. So what do you write um, about when you go email? Like
1: what, what ooh. do you write about? Um, I guess it's just broken hearting, broken hearted stuff. Like about relationships. Yeah, I think, um, I guess I, I mean, I'm not gonna say his name. I feel like I was in love with someone so much that I, that it was, You know, didn't like me that much. You know, but it was, but I think it was, it's like something I still can always go back to as like an emotional thing to create stuff from. So I still like that. I have feelings for him, Mm. but it's years now and I still have feelings for him. But I, I know it's juicy, but I could, but I could create so much still from that little piece in me. Oh, wow. So, so sometimes I'll get images of like, like I just recently, Just get flashed image of like a a mime uh, without a heart like on the but it's on the floor in front of him and like I don't I want to draw it and I could see it so stuff like that will just pop up in the day and I see it and I have and I have to draw it
0: a mime with a heart but the like it's it's its missing
1: there's a hole right here in his chest and it's on the floor
0: that's pretty deep bro yeah the mime is someone who doesn't talk who doesn't convey. Uh, who can't speak oh right
1: yes that's interesting yes Mm -hmm. how weird but i want to make it like a few of them so it's like a stop motion little if i could do it yeah i think i could
0: so this boy he broke your heart it sounds like yeah
1: i think i just was so obsessed with i just loved him because he was so funny and he's so brilliant and i was just like that's but now I've learned so much. Like that's how I am now. I think I think I'm him yeah. in some little weird way.
0: Maybe that's yeah. You learned, learned.
1: from him, and that's yeah.
0: that's something you can pick up from people. Because I've always been attracted to people who I need to learn some lesson from, and I, I think that's yeah.
1: And I know that could sound like they're a little asshole because they're off because they're so about themselves, or maybe if that's but then that's me now. I don't know. Like you picked up his uh, traits or his you know, oh, what you liked of him. What I liked you, of him, yeah. of how he is. I think that's how I, 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 definitely grasped onto it.
0: So that's what, yeah. So maybe that's interesting that relationships with other people. It's like you're trying. to Sometimes you see something you really like in that other person because you want to bring that out in yourself. Like I know with my husband, mm-hmm. I'm so attracted. I was so attracted to him because he was so confident and calm. And oh, that's, centered.
1: That is. <laughs> that's so attractive, <laughs> right? That's
0: yeah. It is, and also because that's the qual. Those were qualities I lacked when I when we met when I was twenty, 20- whenever six years old, and mm-hmm. and uh, but I think that's true. That that's why you're romantically, at least for sure, even in friendships, when you meet people and you want to like, yeah, learn stuff. That's interesting. It's interesting what you get attracted to artistically too, where you go to. I think it's because you you want to develop that in you, right? Like, yes, it's exactly. Lacking. You're like, oh, if I go here, I can. Mm. I wonder why you're attracted to certain people to 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 mime to mimic rather.
1: You know, I'm I, mean? I. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. And Sometimes I'll try to just learn impressions that people are like, okay, learn this for me. Oh, okay, I'll learn it. But I'm not connected to it emotionally. But someone like, you know, Maria Bamford, I am. Oh, you guys I, are two peas in a pot. Yeah, I love her. And then, of course. And, you know, the um, Wanda, I have my stand up is that she's my inner strength voice when I'm beating <laughs> myself up. So when I'm just like, man, Melissa, you stupid idiot, I hate you. Wanda's like, girl, Stop listening to those negative thoughts, and then like it's like she's my friend helping me. So her strength of like she's just you know, man, yeah, tough. Like love. that's what I want. So yeah, so that's so why so you're, you're attracted, yeah, yeah, to
0: certain music yeah. or comedians music, yeah. or meow, you know, whatever the fuck energy. That's what you're lacking, it, yeah, or that you want to make you want you to strengthen want to in you, it. yeah. Oh,
1: that's so
0: interesting. I love that. So interesting. I know now I'm going back in my head about, like, mm. all the people that I've loved and admired. I think I didn't know who I was because of my childhood. I had a lot of bullshit, right? I had a crazy mom, and dad's oh, a fucking nut, and I'm an old child. <laughs> <laughs> so, much, so, <laughs> so, heavy, so so
1: heavy. No, so
0: dark. I'm such oh. an animal, yeah. But um, I think because for, for so many years, I didn't know what I liked or who I was. Yeah. And then I'd gravitated towards like Bill Hicks or Carlin or Janine Garofalo and yeah. Roseanne Barr. Those are like my holy quadrant of, of people of comedians. Cause you're like, Oh, those people really have a strong sense of truth. And I like wow. truth. I yeah, like reality. Yeah, yeah. I like the absolute yeah. truth of things. I, I, have, I, I just, I am I gravitate toward, even if it's ugly and if it feels uncomfortable, I like that feeling of like, oh, let's get to the heart of it. Ooh, yeah. I, I don't mind making people uncomfortable. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think I enjoy that, actually. <laughs> 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 oh, I love pissing people off now. Yeah, it feels
1: good. <laughs> what are your so crowds like when you're... Are they stand up? Yeah. Are they like they're they're mini U's, right? You they're know, you. Sometimes,
0: sometimes sometimes I go like, oh, I could hang out with that person. Like, there's a few people who you're like, oh yeah, we could be friends, like easy. And then sometimes you know like the total suburban mom will show up with <laughs> like her kids, and you're like, you like me? Okay, you know that's cool. I'll, like, I'll or like, you know, just the 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 little Mexican dude like. <laughs> with gangbanger tats. And you're like, cool, man, whatever, you know. <laughs> but I feel like because I've experienced so much, I've, I've, uh, you know, I've been a broke-ass immigrant. I've grown up in L.A. You know, I'm not bougie. I, I've experienced a lot of classes and a lot of fucking stuff in life. It's, uh, But I'm also ri- oddly educated. <laughs> so think, wow. like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I study philosophy and then I'm also like this super white trash, so... <laughs> I feel like I get a lot. <laughs> You're pretty balanced, I guess. Okay, I guess who like
1: who likes you comes. I could see like it's just a lot of weird kids, <laughs> a little goofy. They're, sometimes they'll give me gifts. Like <coughs> actually no, it's like they'll give me, oh because I have a little Japanese bit like anime voice I do. And a Japanese girl brought me candy, Aww. and then I, they'll bring me pins like Super Mario uh, video game pins, and yeah, they're they're pretty cool. Some have made me mix CDs because they've had that. crushes on me. Oh, and I'm like, nah, but that's adorable. This, yeah, I think I have really cute fans. Yeah, they're
0: connecting to you. Yeah, yeah, you're. Yeah, you are kind of like now that you sit here with me. I you remind me a little bit of Ellen DeGeneres, like back in the '80s and '90s, oh, like how nice. s- sweet. But I, but I, I like. Her. I, I mean, um. There's something really uh, innocent and sweet about you, and like childish, childlike. Oh, good! You know what I mean? Like, uh, I like that quality in people because yeah, yeah. I feel like that's—I I love that. I love that you're not jaded and shitty and angry like every other comedian is. How do you? How do you stay that way?
1: <laughs> I think you know what I was thinking about this today too, and I think it's because I hang out with my parents every week and I go home and i and i'm close to my siblings and yeah. they're so funny we still have the same humor as kids Aww. so i think that that really helps me yeah and i think if i cuz my parents have seen when i get when i get a bad attitude and stuff it's i mean it's never pretty and they'll shape me up and if i if i come home with an attitude they're like well, oh, jeez what's wrong and then i i realize that about myself okay and then i go back to yeah, my true self, I always try to, this is, you know, me. I, I have to try to find it because then sometimes it gets lost. I don't know if with impressions or with, if negativity is the worst. I hate when I'm angry. It's not, it's ugly. Yeah. So, but I, I right now I feel pretty good about, like like you said, it's just, it's so much more fun listening to the true self.
0: What do you get angry about? What are you afraid of? I like, you know a lot of people are afraid of anger. That's the number one. A lot, especially women, have a hard time with anger.
1: Um. No, I. Why would maybe you maybe just afraid mean of it? people or something? Mean,
0: mean people. I, can, <laughs> I
1: mean, uh, what?
0: Well, no, no, what? I don't what are know. you afraid I, of? But what? What you just you said? You go. I'm afraid of uh, you don't like your anger what what about that is
1: because i feel like i have a i i feel i could really hurt someone when i'm really angry and i feel like yes the times that i've made mistakes i i think i've just i could be pretty evil physic physically hurt or just like dig emotionally i think dig emotionally cuz my mom could say some cold stuff and it and it's it hurts, and I think I have that in me too. If I, if when I could find it, it could hurt people. But I, I, I am trying my best to not. Like that's I my mean, mom's wonderful, but if too much with her, there is something about her though that's there. Maybe there is a little angry feeling or something if she's not. I don't know, and so I, I think I can have that. But I it's a nice balance. Like I was thinking about my parents. My dad is this jolly, sensitive, likable. He wants people to like him. Like I see that a lot in me. And then my mom could be just brutally honest. Just like, "Well, look at that stupid idiot." And then <laughs> but then I but then I could put two of them together and it's and that's my comedy. And right? I love it. Oh, I wow. love it so much. So I wouldn't ever want to change it. But um if I was full-on negative, it could be like my mom, yeah, you know, so so you don't want to be like your
0: mom that that just what scares you in yourself. It sounds like that you don't want to go that that that
1: deep into that. yeah, the... I guess so. I mean I, I I mean, I know she's she's great I, I don't I just could feel like sometimes when she is upset about something, she's it's really heavy, and i and I could feel that I have that in me too. Which just makes sense. When
0: she gets mad,
1: it's scary. Is she an immigrant? No, my My, grandparents are okay. So, so she—they're both Latino. I am Mexican. Yeah. All right. So, what I said? What's the correct? I don't know. Mexican, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mexican,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's L.A., bro. It's, it's L.A., it's bro. It's all good, homie. Shit. Man,
1: it's fucking, I don't Ooh. know, man. Chale, <laughs> <laughs> Do you see Orale, my... Huh? That, you know, that's one of my favorite things to do after I take a good bath. I like to wash my... I like to comb my hair, wet hair back, and then just sing as a little Mexican guy. Like, <laughs> And then just stare in the mirror. Yeah, it's a singing little solo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all have our things. I
1: know that's a fun one. I
0: sing a lot in the shower too. I like to sing a lot. I'm a horrible singer, but I yeah. love to do it.
1: But what I, I, uh, I was uh, touching on. there yes, was yes. something. I yes. There was a time, and I'm sharing this really personal. But I was hurting myself, and I think it was a. It was the road, and it was a breakup, and it was feeling very. I'm getting very sensitive right now thinking about it but I was hurting myself. What
0: what were you doing?
1: I was cutting. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know many people can I don't know if they can relate, but um I think it was a really dark place. So I was really I didn't like who I was. This was maybe four, uh, 3 4 years ago, but I it was ugh, I and that's a, I, I could I remember cuz I could I know I have that in me, but I've definitely I th- I don't know. I feel so good now. I but I could I know I have I have to be careful. That's why I don't want to get to that place.
0: Dude. First of all, surprise. I, mean, I was a cutter too as a oh. teenager. Surprise the goth girl well, was a cutter. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, and I totally understand what you're saying because you know how low you can get. And so the fear is if I start feeling stuff, if I get too sad, if I get too angry, will I go back to that state? Right? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Like That's I, what I'm saying. Oh, if I don't feel these things, then I won't, maybe I won't go back down that rabbit hole, you know? And here's the thing. I mean, you know, that's, um, that's something that I think, have you been, have you seen a therapist ever? Yes. Oh, good. Yes. Oh, yes. good. So are you in stuff now? Are you? No, I'm,
1: you? I'm not seeing anybody now, but I'd like to still talk about stuff, but I, I've have a pretty good grasp of everything, but um, but yeah, no. That at the time I was seeing, she wasn't really a therapist. Okay, I think she was <laughs> like a life coach. Oh which yeah, wasn't no, good. that's I not the she, same. That wasn't the same
0: because I think it's an ongoing therapy. Isn't like a a one shot. It's like you got to go to maintain. It's yeah, like yeah. exercise for your emotions. And it's Exercise true. for your brain. But I totally get it, man. And that, but that fear of those feelings. That's that's the root of a lot of shit. That can that's what can mess you up in life. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know. And I I get it. Like I when I that's why I got to be careful on the road too because I get triggered into a lot of like alone. Right? And yeah. Uh, oh, uh, uh, you know, living mm-hmm. out of a suitcase. I don't like it. And um, you got it. You got to maintain that because uh, the feelings you've, you you got to feel your feelings. And I know it's scary. It's yeah, really yeah, scary. yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't go back there, dude. Don't worry. No, no, yeah, you won't. And I know you won't because you're you're older and wiser and more mature now.
1: That's you what know? I was thinking. Like, you know, some people like I want to go back to being young. I'm like, no, man. I like. <laughs> I definitely like being smarter. <laughs> yeah. I like. I like getting. Sm- I mean, I'm not that intelligent. i have never. I've gotten Cs all my life. Okay, <laughs> but maybe an A in art. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, I uh. I'm I'm pretty naive too so I'm tr- but I'm trying to be a very smart lady if I can. <laughs> I'm trying to
0: But maybe you don't I mean maybe it's when I'm you know I said earlier that whole uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger like maybe you don't have to you don't have to be anybody but Melissa and
1: you Yeah you,
0: maybe you yeah. are this girl who maybe you are a little naive maybe you do go home and hang out with your folks every weekend and maybe that's okay that's part of like mm. knowing who you are right is this, yes. the acceptance bit maybe you are this person that had a dark blip in your three years ago past and that's okay and as long as you accept it and i feel like you do yeah. because you've you know you've talked yeah. about it on the show obviously you're cool with yeah, it. yeah 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 then you're fine, but accepting the the whole spectrum. You don't have to be anybody but yourself, dude. I love right? that. Wow, Christina, <laughs> you're the best. No, I mean I hope I don't sound no, like a douchebag. No, you're not. But I I feel like that because I've often pressured myself like you should be more whatever like this. You should do more like that, and it's like yeah, but how about just be okay? Yeah, we're yeah. not all wired to to be to be uh, I don't know president. We're not all wired. No. To be athletes. <laughs> We're not all wired to be. My wiring is what my wiring I'm I'm always gonna be a dark fucking weirdo. Like that to me and I like it. That's yeah. that's my lane, bro. But yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. but I'm also happy I have a good life. Like I'm also pretty I'm pretty stoked on stuff. But you know, <laughs> that's that's my natural state of being and that's not so bad, right? Yeah. It's
1: not bad. Not bad at all. Well, that was fun.
0: You know what, Melissa, I really appreciate you coming and um I'm trying to pull up my my outro song.
1: I hope this was a good episode for everyone.
0: I think it's fantastic. You know what yeah. I think? I think you're a really sweet, you're a very talented girl, and you know I I I, I just love you, and I I see uh-huh. great things for you. I think you're going to have your own TV show. I, you're going to be a huge star, and I I I just oh, adore you,
1: Christina. You're the best. Wow. Yeah. That's that's so sweet. Thank so you so much. Is there
0: anything you want to say to the world? Well. Um,
1: um, (laughs) Um, how about in the voice of somebody else oh yeah um, let's see
0: what would Wanda Sykes maybe say to everybody
1: you know I I just want you to to be strong you know laugh at your farts take a nap yeah there you go
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there you go. That's been deep, bro. Thank you,
1: dudes. <laughs> now what? I don't know.
0: Philosophize, Philosophize with with <laughs> It's Christina P. A.K.A. Miss Jeans. This ain't your mom's house. It's a different theme. Gotta be critically thinking. Like you caught up at a cocktail party. our thoughts start to sink in. John Locke. Oh, what's it? Socrates. Aristotle or Plato, maybe Hippocrates. Got us talking all properly, topically. Just a comedian discussing these philosophies. Serious questions. Silly people. What's that? That's deep, bro. It is the ultimate metaphor for life. And you know what that is? What? That's deep, bro. That's deep, bro. That's deep, bro. That's deep, bro.